Yes, welcome back everybody to another episode of the Feeding Frenzy, the podcast, the podcast which is only famously just a little bit less biased than your average West Coast Eagles supporter. Happy to be with me on the couch as always is my man Jake the Snake and I tell you mate, you're um, you're looking a little pudgy today. A bit pudgy? A How bit do you pudgy. mean? Well, I don't know, I think maybe one too many sausage rolls. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought we were going to save save it for a while, get onto that a little bit later. Oh, no, yeah, we I, had to get uh, stuck into that one, mate. I, um, I, I got a little bit hungry on the weekend. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's be honest here. Now, do you like it with sauce or without, mate? Oh, I've got to put a little bit of sauce on it. Good man, good man. All right, mate, you've got me a wonderful couch full of guests again tonight, so I'll start off by introducing a returning guest, one of my good mates, Riley the Squid Jig Village. Welcome, mate. How are you, mate? Good, good to, to see you. Yeah, how, do you, how does it feel being on Podcast 2.0 with oh, the full setup? It's a lot different. I'm, I'm very impressed, not going to lie. It's looking good. Yeah, it's, it's almost as good as your uh, setup, eh, uh, at home? Almost, get, get almost. Getting there. Get there. Almost. I just need a, a uh, multicolored keyboard. Jesus, yeah, back to the nice. tech talk. This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got three weeks to catch up on, so we uh, we stack the deck, and we've also got a big man, Kieran Zilm. How are you, big fella? Good, mate. It's good to be here. Yeah, good. Now, you are a, um, you're a podcast version. You haven't listened to it or been on it before. No, I haven't, I haven't listened to your podcast. So. Now, you were given a fair bit of notice from what I can tell. You were actually set up to be on here last week, if I remember correctly. Was that two right? Weeks yeah, two weeks ago. I've, yeah, I've yeah. been working on this guy for a while, so he's had plenty of opportunities to do it. So had... Push him away, mate. Now, finally been finally been roped in, so here we are. <laughs> Three weeks to do your homework, mate. You haven't done it. You would have done terribly in high school, no doubt. I was all right. You wasn't, right. wasn't exceptional, but... I think you've got to do all right in high school to be an agronomist, don't you? Oh, I knew that was going to come into it somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And just for everybody at home who doesn't know, what is it? What do you do for work, Kieran? Uh, So I'm an agro at at Nutrien, so started there in March, and basically I'm just uh, a consultant for farmers, so I offer a bit of of advice. Very Mm. good. All right, so for anybody who doesn't know, he's a consultant for farmers. He knows all about grasses and how to grow stuff and chemicals, all that sort of stuff. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, try to. I've got a bit to learn still, but yeah, I'm slowly getting there. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, Snake, um, we've been waiting three weeks to hear your segment, mate, so get stuck into it for us. If you like, mate, give us a rundown of last week's uh, last week's footy action with the Feeding Frenzy flashback. Yeah, so firstly, I'll probably just throw out a little bit of a uh, apology and shout out to our um, loyal listeners uh, that we haven't been around for the last couple of weeks. Um, we know you love the flashback and the, uh, the, the other usual segments, but, um, moving on to last round, uh, skipping over the previous rounds that we've missed, um, our reserves against North Albany. So the Bloods kicked three goals, six, 24, um, to North Albany running out rampant winners, 15 goals, 13, 103, Pretty tough day at the office for the boys against a very experienced outfit. Um, I think uh, the uh, uh, Lee Hislop up in the rooms after was saying that there was about um, 150 years of experience up in their forward line um, between three guys. <laughs> Uh, so best players for us Derek Burden gets a mention again uh, in only his fourth game of footy or thereabouts yeah something like um, that fourth or fifth gets a big tagging job every week um, he's learning learning the ropes the hardest way possible but um, doing really well Tommy Eaton toiled hard all day Tyrone Williams as well getting plenty of mentions this year um, 
playing some good footy out of the back line and Luke Mowajali Senior as well. Just a rebounding machine. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm out of practice. It's been a couple of weeks. I missed so an right. opportunity there. <laughs> Uh, in, in the league game, um, probably a few more positives to be taken for our boys. Uh, most scoring shots we've had all year, unfortunately very inaccurate. Three goals, 12-30, and as Forsey mentioned, I got my name in the goal kickers list from the back pocket, something I've never done before. Um, and I've got to thank the man to my left, Kieran Zeal, for feeding me that one out of, uh, out of a bit of a contest. So, oh, so homemade sausage rolls. Yeah, yeah absolutely, straight from Katanning. Uh, and uh, moving right along, North Albany kicked 20 goals, 8, 128. So they were very accurate in front of goals. And Talon DeLacy kicked seven of his own. Um, look, North have, been, North have been doing this for many years. They're a, they're a very clean side, love to spread and um, use the footy well. And we were able to get on top of him, not on top of him, but we were able to pressure them and sort of um, bring the game down to our terms on the in the first half, but um, third quarter was really the difference maker there. Looking around the league, uh, the Royals versus Railways, that was a pretty interesting clash. Rallies were up for most of the day. Um, ended up kicking 5-12-42 to Royals late charge, 8-11-59. Um, interesting, no Matt Palfrey for Railways, so he could have really been the difference maker for them. Um, and over at the, uh, the country boys, Denmark and Barker, um, pretty interesting result there. Barker kicking 2-11-23 uh, to Denmark's 9-16, 70 points. Um, Jaden Woods, as I heard, was absolutely prolific and is starting to really hit his straps at the right time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were some definitely some interesting games. Um, I remember following that uh, Railways Royals clash and thinking that oh, here we go, the undefeated Giants are finally coming undone. But um, yeah, Gus, they're doing their best to show why they're on top of the ladder at the end of the day. Absolutely, they they are a very deep side as well, and um, very well coached, well drilled, and uh, yeah, they love they love putting the game on um, their own terms. And I think Railways were probably. A little bit unlucky, but that's probably a term we don't like to use too much in footy. So, um, better team got the got the better of it at the end of the day. Yeah, that's what they usually do, unfortunately. Well, unfortunately for us, but congratulations to them. Um, so, Riley, we'll start with you, mate. We'll have a quick look back at uh, the action of the, on the weekend. So, tell me, what was the general feeling of the um, leading into the game? What was the general feeling of the boys getting into there? Pretty hyped. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we were... I'd say when once the bounce happened, we all looked a bit, a bit shy from the ball and just a bit nervous almost, and, and not going off our structure and what we've been training on and stuff. Um, at least that's what I saw from the back line. And um, yeah, just a lot of turnovers, um, not doing our short kicking game and, and controlling game that we usually do. And yeah, that's pretty much how I saw it. Yeah, that's that's um, it sounds like pretty much what was going on there. Um, and tell me. Do you think it might have come from a little bit of, you know, we know from training and everything there was a bit of excitement that maybe this would have been a good week to get up over North Albany? Do you think it might have come from a bit of... Yeah. Not, not cockiness, possibly. but a bit of hopefulness maybe? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, yeah, they're a very experienced side. You can see it with the way that they, they set up numbers behind the ball and um, and even just playing the defence. The guys I was playing on, just their leads were insane. They, they know exactly where to run to, every single one of them. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and I think it was, um, like Snake said, they had 150 years. I think it was like 600 game, six hundred league games yeah. of experience between three guys. I, I like, I like some, the way that's Something along those game. lines, but... Um, you know, Brett, Brett Hall's a 200-plus league gamer for, for North Albany. Um, I know that Lee, Lee Hislop has played at waffle level um, 83 games or something and is, you know, um, a very established league country footballer as well. Um, and there was one other guy whose name may have, It might have been uh, Des DeLacy um, or one of the other older blokes out there, but... Uh, yeah, plenty of experience, and then they've got the younger guys coming through as well. Um, really good combination of the both, and just a well-drilled club. Um, they coach the same same mentality and same game plan through all grades, so that regardless of what grade you're playing in, you sort of come in and you know your role. And I've always had given North Albany a lot of credit for running the club in that way. Yeah, and it's I guess when you look at it, it's sort of like it would be like us having three Ricky Inamans to pull from in the, in the forward <laughs> line or something like that, you know, 600 games, probably... Jesus, he's got about 600 games yeah, in his own, yeah. He's probably about 600 <laughs> games left too, I'd say. <laughs> but uh, look, you're right, and what you said there, Snake, was probably exactly right. They've got these numbers to be able to pull from. I think it was um, uh, Matt Bishop I was having a chat with about it, and he said they just have this ability to just call up, you know, farm boys who are not doing anything and saying, you know, can you come on down and have a game this weekend if they need to sort of thing. They've just got depth for days. But it's also that um, that one-two punch of the fact that they've got a really good youth in their side as well. They've just got everything to draw from. And they use it well. And they're a pretty clean club overall, I would have to say. Very clean. Yeah. yeah. They just make it look easy, basically. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they don't actually do too well in, like, their 16s and Colts results-wise. I think they generally manage to scrape into finals, but they're not really too dangerous down there. But it's because they're blooding so many young guys in, in the senior footy as well and, and sort of protecting them up there and just allowing them to develop. A um, bit of a different mentality to how we've approached it over the years where um, the young guys are sort of thrown in the deep end a bit, which that seems to be changing a bit this year. Yeah. Um, so, you know... Um, guys like your Max Bakers and Luke Mawajalis and, and, and like your Jackson Koshers, I've obviously been a big fan of him for a long time, um, are developing in the right way now. Um, but over at North, they've they've been doing it for, you know, a hundred odd years. And they've so, got the numbers to do it, which is the beauty of it as well, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's that's a club where, you know, kids generally go there because, oh, my dad played here and my granddad played here. Um, many, many years of history. My I mean, my dad played there, and when I moved to town, he gave me the option. He said, well, I played a couple of years of Colts at North Albany, but he 50 years ago, um, but the Sharks need you. And yeah. so, you know, to this day, here I am. And to be fair, I think, um, Jiggy, you've got a lot of uh, family over that way as well, yeah. don't you? Um, yep. We know Taj is over that way, um, for Oof. starters. Yep, Taj Williams and um, Mitchell Lennigan. Yep. Yep, that's so, the other one. Yeah, so you got you, you know you had family ties to the um, and um, my pop was well. a premiership um, coach up there as well for a few years I think. Yeah, right. Don't know the full backstory, but yeah, he's yep. premiership coach. So yeah, I mean you know it's all the story of what could have been, but um, hopefully Snake with uh, your young fella coming through and a couple of others <laughs> will and uh, and Wacker's baby boy who hopefully isn't too far away. Well, uh, yeah, we got we got plenty of young fellas coming through that are about sixteen years away from playing or fourteen. 14, 15 years away from playing for the club. But, um, you know, we got our first father-son this year in Shane Eagle Jr. Yep. 
um, and with the uh, with with the Little Grove Mafia joining, they've got some father sons that will be coming to the club as well. Uh, so we're starting starting to form our own little um, our own little piece of history in our own way. So yeah, um, it's taking a bit of time, but you know we're getting there one one piece at a time. Yeah, you you'll hopefully be adding to that father son list before too long, no doubt. How do you mean? Well, your young fellow playing through. Yeah, as I said, as, as I said, he's he's about fourteen years away, but um, yeah, but I I won't be letting him go anywhere else. Yeah, good. good. <laughs> well, so it's pretty fair to say that our twenty twenty side is looking pretty strong at this stage. Uh, sorry, sorry, yeah, twenty twenty yeah twenty years from twenty twenty yeah yeah twenty that, years from now yeah, I, so, I see where that little yeah. set came from yeah yeah so between um, you know, yeah no tags and I've been talking about that for a while obviously that was a name you didn't mention there he's got a he's got a young fella who will be um, a gun midfielder for for years to come um, especially if his dad has anything to do with it I'm sure the moment he's able to walk he'll be getting a footy in hand oh yeah I've already been putting a footy in Cooper's hands and making sure that's his favourite toy so um, yeah no it's 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 an exciting prospect it's something that has driven me to help build this club for a long time now um, I, I've always looked forward to the day that I could sort of carry my son up into those club into that clubhouse and show him my photo on the wall and my name on the wall and and say, yeah, I built this. Probably won't tell him about the 99 le- losses out of those first 100 games. So, <laughs> you know, I might... Um, I might have to, that one. Might, yeah, I might have to bump up the stats a little bit there. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, for me, like, it's, you know, it's always been about legacy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I just want to um, just quietly say that I've, I'm personally adding another addition to that 2040 side, and that is that Erin uh, and myself are expecting baby number two, which is looking like it's going to be a little boy in Ooh. 20... 21 in January. Oh, I know I've already said it before, but congratulations, but I'm stoked. Yeah, cheers, man. So, um, yeah, another addition to the Sharks 2040 side, hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Kieran, um, you've been pretty quiet for now, so um, we'll, we'll get stuck into you now, buddy. So, tell Great me, home, we had a um, had a pretty good start against North Albany, which is seems to be a bit of a, a, bit of a habit for us at the moment. Um, another really good start, and then just... What was it, third quarter, Snake, you reckon we sort of slipped away? Third quarter, they came out, they adjusted really well, and we looked sluggish, to say the least. Um, our, our pressure was down. Um, their ball use was clean. Their spread was, like, on fire. Mm. Um, and Talon DeLacy got moved forward and became really damaging. Jackson Kosh did a really good job of in the, on him in the first half. Ten touches, I think he got. Uh, not Koshi, sorry, DeLacy. Yep. Um, which was down from his sort of expectation after his showing in the first time we played them. Yep. Uh, but yeah, um, came came out in that third quarter and we just, for a good 10-minute period, we really weren't able to stop him. Mm. Um, which, which has been a story the last last few weeks. Yeah. yeah. Seems coming out, the seems, everyone seems a bit flat, but... What do, you, what do you think it sort of comes down to? I mean, obviously, one of the things we always have to consider, uh, especially at this stage, is we are focusing really hard on our young, on our youth and our juniors and, and um, trying to make sure we rebuild well. But what do you think, Kieran, from what you see, could be the reason why we seem to just have that third quarter drop-off, give or take? I honestly can't tell you. I don't know what, what it is, eh? I don't think the coaches know. I just think it's this... Yeah, it's hard to put a, hard to put a thing on it. That's okay. And look, that's a, we've had, 
we've asked this question to every league player that sat on the couch this year, and you know we get varied answers, and there's all kind, there's all kinds of reasons. But um, what, one thing I just want to ask is, do you, do you think there's a potential that maybe we're setting up a particular way of being found out? Do you think that might play a, a role, or is it something less obvious than that? No, no, I don't think it's that. No, I think probably confidence is a big thing too. Like they come out, they jail a couple of goals on us, and everyone seems to go a bit flat, and they just get a run on after that. But, but yeah, I mean the same thing was happening under the coaching of Chubb. Yeah, and has happened under the you know seven or eight coaches before him as well. We've been notorious slow starters in second halves. Um. I don't think it's anything in particular that we're doing wrong. I don't think it's anything about that halftime process from a coaching perspective. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, we've got a young side. We've got very few senior voices and there's probably a few too many guys that just go and sit against the wall and sort of wait for halftime to be over. Um, I'm not going to point any fingers or name any names. That's not that's not what it's about. It's, it's more like... You know, on a personal level, I go in at half time and I make sure that the first thing I do is I go around and I have a talk to all the boys at once. I, you know, say my piece, pull some positives from what we've been doing, but find some things we can work on. And then I make sure that I'm getting around and I'm talking to guys individually. And you can, you can tell which guys are switched on. Yep. And are absorbing the information that you can give that you're giving them. And you can tell which guys are pretty cooked physically and mentally aren't necessarily ready for what's to come. Okay. So, based on that, between the two of you, I'll start with you, Kieran, and I'll go back to Snake after that. Is that a fitness problem? No, I don't reckon it's a fitness problem. I think, I think we're all pretty pretty fit. A lot of the boys are putting a fair bit of work in the pre-season. I think most blokes are in pretty pretty good shape. Okay. What do you think, Snake? Just same question again. Do you think it's a fitness issue? We showed we showed last time that we played against Royals, and I'm going to pick that out as the example. Yeah. That fitness is not the issue. Yeah. Because we were right out of that game. We had no right to start playing good footy, but we played good footy for about a quarter and a half, in at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, and we looked pretty good. Uh, it's it's a confidence and an experience thing and a, so. and, a, and a chemistry thing. Yeah, experience is the big thing, I reckon. Experience, um, you think, yeah. So, you know, like, the process comes into it at some point, um, but I think it's just, it's up to our senior guys, our leaders, to take a bit of ownership of getting around and getting everybody up on their, up on their feet, both physically and um, and like metaphorically like mentally yep you know get it, getting everybody up and about um, rather than thinking oh yeah that's a half a good footy done um, we don't need to change anything because we need to understand that these are well-drilled clubs and they're gonna adjust to what we're doing um, sort of plays on what you were saying in that we've been found out um, I think we're playing some really good footy in those first halves and we're just falling down with our expectation that it's going to it's gonna come to us easily in that second half. Yep. 
because you know because we've been riding games at halftime recently. Um, so it's been a bit of a been a bit of a flip from earlier in the year where we were playing good footy in the second half and starting really slowly. Now we just got to string it together for four quarters. Yep. And that's what we talked about a lot about last year as well, was just that whole stringing it together for four quarters. We had a lot of similarities in that sense where, like you say, under Chubb, we had a very similar um, similar sort of problem where even with a list that last year a lot of us were very excited about, um, you know, a team list that was, you know, was probably one of the most exciting ones we'd seen in recent years as at the time as we thought, but, you know, we, we're getting similar results at the moment even at the moment, you know, regardless of what the team list looks like, you know, the, the core of the playing group is strong, which is probably the most important part. And it's the only thing that's going to keep us in the hunt, basically. It's the only thing that stopped us from falling over five years ago, in my opinion. This year's group has far and away better work ethic than the group last year. Um, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of internal issues. There was a really good, really good list on paper. Um, but the chemistry was really lacking compared to what we have this year. First time we played North Albany, first goalless game I'd played in in about six years. Tuesday night, 20-odd blokes. On the track. Rock up, ready to go, ready to do the work. That same thing happens last... If that same thing happens last year... You're training with the Rizzies. <laughs> 13, 14 guys rock up. And six of them go through the motions. Yep. And cool. that's that's the difference this year. Mm. Um, mm. So results aside, so many more positives to be taken out of this year. And although that chemistry isn't quite there yet, we're doing everything right to be able to build it. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and that's a really good way of looking at it too. As you say, you know, the list looked better last year on paper, as you say, but... Um, the work ethic is probably the difference. Riley, I know you've um, you've been watching a fair bit of the league. I know you watch them pretty closely, and I've seen you sort of nodding away as we've been speaking. What what do you? How do you see it from you know looking at you know obviously the league is somewhere where you want to be playing in the next couple of years. How do what do you see when you're looking up there? What what does it look like to you? I just see the difference between what we're doing with the resis and and the league that's just night and day. Like I feel like that's something that. The resis need to work on a bit is the, the chemistry side of things yep. and I feel like that goes a long way in footy. Um, yeah, not, not much really else to say. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, there's, I think that's a very fair point what you're saying about there with the chemistry. Like, um, I, I think it's come up over the last couple of weeks, hasn't it? The fact that yeah. the reserves have had some, you know, some voices who are, for all, you know, they're well-meaning voices but they have been a bit harsh in things that they've been saying they haven't been going yeah. out the right way. A bit abrasive. I yeah, think it's yeah. probably a good way exactly. of describing it, and um, yeah, it, it's it's tough to watch from the sidelines in that respect. I mean, there's there's been a bit of talk thrown around by myself as well about yeah. about me sort of stepping back and playing a bit of twos, um, and sort of helping with the leadership of that group, um, because I can see I can see the frustration boiling over out there, and maybe there was probably a little bit too much expectation from a few people earlier in the year. Yeah. And that's what has been aiding in that frustration. Um, but I think it just needs to go back to trusting in the process a little bit more um, rather than 
rather than uh, judging what uh, judging on results. Yeah. Yeah. And judging on the on the scoreboard and what happened at the end of that quarter and stuff. And you had to give me a minute because I'm just I'm sort of just swimming in the thought of you playing in the twos at the moment and how good that would be. I'd love it. Oh, how much would how much would every player, Jiggy? Let's oh. be honest. How much would every single player yeah. happily? Put down their boots and say, "Snake, go and have my jumbo yeah. and get stuck in it." I would. I'd trade him. I'd trade my spot. Yeah. Any day. Any day. It just. It's just. A, it's just amazing thought, isn't it? Snake coming down. Yes. Yeah, just season. for a week. Yeah. Just for a week. Just I, on loan. It's. It's a conversation that I've that I've had with a few a few players and with tags. Um, I've sort of been struggling with my new role in the league side this year. Yep. Um, uh, mentioned earlier in the year about sort of metaphorically passing the torch to young Sean Keatley um, and just in general you know like I'm 30 years old so I'm not like I'm just post prime um, but I am the oldest guy in our league side um, but, uh, apart from Wacker it's sort of by a country mile Yeah, I think the next oldest is 27 after the two of us I'm I'm 31 this year. He's Wacker's on on track for 30 shortly. Um, so I still feel like I've got plenty left to give, and I've been thinking in recent times that maybe, maybe taking a little bit of a slice of humble pie and stepping back and um, helping the Bloods reach finals for the first time. Um, could be my way to give back to the club and, and sort of cement that legacy a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, as I said, it's it's a big slice of humble pie and I've I've had my sights set on 150 league games for a couple of years now. Ever since I made that 100, I said I want to be the first to get to 150, get my life membership. Um, so I'm still sort of toying with that. Um, and I think while I'm still available for selection and allowed to play my new rotation role on my on my terms, I want to keep um, I want to keep giving back to this league side as well because it's something that I've taken a lot of pride in for a long time. Yeah, but the other thing is as well, like you know, you talk about having a step down and all those sorts of things and how you know, like you say, humble pie for yourself. But at the end of the day, you if you go to any established footy club. Um, you know, talking like uh, you pop over to the other, pop over to the other, you know, the lower south west league over in Manjimup that way, sort of thing. Your all those clubs are made up of their resi sides, and their resi sides are the heart and soul of their club. They're the ones that you know they've all got jobs, but they all make the money. They they all have the passion, and they go out there and they, you know, Riley will tell you, you know, the, the, when you watch the league footy versus the resi's footy, the resi's footy hurts doesn't yeah, it yeah it does. it does because it's it's heart and soul it's passion it's yeah. it's big knocks it's you know was it any different over in Catanian kids was it any different over there watching reserves versus league oh yeah I think it'd be very similar yeah I think yeah. the resi standards probably oh. it's a lot rougher <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a definitely a different different brand of footy a couple of older boys out there yeah. a couple of slower guys yeah but it, but what what is the what is the passion like at that level oh I think if you're still ticking around at 40 years old there's a fair bit of a fair bit, bit of love for the game a bit of love of the game that's it yeah mm. so so just if if that's the only thing that's stopping you you know it's just something to think about you know we, you you will show your passion is suited for either game your skills are suited for either game um 
And, but at the end of the day, as far as the boys are concerned, we would absolutely dead set love to have you down there. Yeah. So that's just something to think about anyway. No, I appreciate that. And um, yeah, as, as I said, I still feel like, I mean, I, I've, I, this is my ninth year at the club. Yep. Uh, I've missed three games in that time. Yep. Um, so I still feel like I have a few good years left um, under my belt. Yeah, for sure. And I agree. Uh, I've got plenty of time that I can play a bit of reserves footy and you know get that opportunity through the midfield to go get thirty odd touches a game. <laughs> um, Just how, how far were you off the the one fifty mark? What are you up to now? Uh, if if I were to play the next two years full time, not getting dropped or not copping injuries or what have you. Uh, I'd make 150 so I'm at 120 odd at the moment and there's 15 rounds in a season plus finals yep uh, so you're in a couple of those though hey? so you're locking a couple of those next year yeah locking a couple of finals for sure <laughs> definitely at least two I'm not locking anything in but you know gotta, gotta have a bit of confidence but uh, yeah always keep my expectations um reasonable and I'd, I'd love to notch up a few wins next year and I think for us it's just about keeping together that group and, and continuing to build that chemistry and um, build on that game plan of Jamie's yep, yep. very good alright so um, just give me a second to get over the thought of uh, Snake running around with the, uh, in the twos <laughs> getting that's... a bit hot under the collar over oh there, that's uh... it mate I know <laughs> oh lordy lordy <laughs> alright so um let me see where we're going to go next. I think we need to break it up a bit because I need to catch my breath. So I reckon it's time for Snake Shirt Front or Shepherd. How are you feeling about that? You ready to go for it? Yeah, I think we can uh, sharpen up those elbows. Beautiful. All right. So I'll go first if you don't mind. I've got, I've got a nice cheeky one for you. I'll throw you away. Send All right. So I'm going to send it over to you, Snake. I'll let the boys vote in first whether they're going to give it a shirt front for a dog act or a shepherd if they think it wasn't so bad. Yeah. I'm uh, going to throw it out to the troglodyte, Brad Woods, naughty boy. Uh, at training tonight, we finally welcome back Ricky Inneman, the uh, lovely 645 million gamer uh, with some <laughs> cracked ribs, so he was a little bit tender, and uh, it was everybody was pre-warned, don't tackle Ricky, just take it easy, just give him a touch, that's a tackle sort of thing, and he straight up barreled him. Those are Ricky's words, he got absolutely smashed shit mixed if you like um, I th- I'm all for a bit of white line fever but at training against your own blokes you've got to take it easy yeah. so um, I'll throw it over to you first Jiggy what do you think is that a shirt front, shirt front shirt? for sure oh. I saw it happen 100% shirt front didn't even didn't even flinch look at no. that straight shirt front in. seen it what do you think Big uh, Kez oh, that definitely deserves a shirt front that one mate yeah how'd that come how was that received at training Oh, look, uh, Ricky was a bit upset about it, but yeah. he's uh, he's a tough character, mate. It takes more than that to knock him down, that's for mm-hmm. sure. But wasn't appreciated, let's put it that way. Over to you, Big Snake. What do you reckon? I'm going to skip the shirt front. Trog, I'm throwing out the challenge now. Mad Monday, we're getting the gloves out. Oh, oh. stop it. You, you, and, you and Trog? Me and Trog. Oh. I've been there. He's onto it. He knows what he's doing. That's it. It's locked in. It is locked in. Title card fight. Trog versus Snake. I got 50 bucks on Snake. <laughs> 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 all right. We're going to have a chat to Snake about throwing the fight later. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Snake, I believe you've got another one hiding in the wings there for us, mate. So throw it out to the boys first and you can have the final say. Yeah, I've, I've got a couple. Um, 
Look, I'm going to throw a, a rest of the season long shepherd, and I'm not even going to throw this open because you already had a chat about it earlier, and I thought we we're going to get onto this later. But Kieran's way, um, as I said. Uh, so I uh, my my grandmother passed away last week, um, Wednesday night, pretty peacefully. Um, you know, I I got a lot of sympathy from the guys um, down down at the game on the weekend and. Um, fact is, like she's in a better place, out out of pain. She broke her neck a couple of years ago, and been a long road to finally seeing her pass to the other side. But um, both the Bloods and the League side all wore the black armbands for her, and that was, you know, a great sign of respect. And um, I was really proud to run out there with every one of them. I told them I was going to play with a lot of emotion. Um, so season long shepherd anyone comes near this bloke and I'll flatten them um, <laughs> Kieran Zill last quarter uh, I was playing on Nathan Crudelli down in our back line their forward line and I saw him sort of just jogging up towards our towards our forward line where the footy was spending a bit of time and I thought stuff this this is my opportunity I'm going to go with him and I jogged up there with him Kieran got it around his ankles I was just out the back of the contest in the right place at the right time and I've been burned in that right place at the right time and a lot, a lot of times, but nah, he fed it out and I put it on my left foot and whacking a, I think, shepherded it through. Only just snuck through. Um, so, big shepherd coming your way for the rest of the year, kids. Well, it was a good finish by you, actually. I was a bit surprised she, she made it through there. Mate, I, I, <laughs> I, did the Steph, I did the Steph Curry jogging straight back on defence and everyone thought it was because I thought it was going through and I thought, no, nah, I've got to get back where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so that's my little story. Not going to throw that one open to you boys because I think I know what's coming. Um, I'm also going to throw out a bit of a shirt front to... Uh, Flynn Brooker in 2020 the age of technology I sent him a message yesterday morning and I still haven't had a response um, added him on Facebook sent him a message asked him if he'd like to be on the uh, on the podcast this evening yep and by training tonight um, still hadn't even had a response by him um, ghosted mate absolutely ghosted and uh, yeah I'm, I'm a little bit offended um, so gonna have to sharpen the elbows for Flynn Brooker. What do you think, boys? I'll I'll start off on that one. I think you're exactly right. Age of technology nowadays. I don't I don't go five minutes before checking a message that I get. So I, that's a shepherd. For, that's a shirt front for me, straight up. Shirt front. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I replied to you within what, like fucking five minutes. Half an hour. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Within the hour. Within within the hour. Comfortably. Over you, Kiss? Yeah, there's no way a young bloke like himself is not going to be on his phone every... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, maybe if you had longer hair, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've copped a bit of, I've copped a bit of flack about the haircut. I've got Jip Rock adhesive in it. It had to go. Yeah. All right? No, that's fair enough, mate. <laughs> it looked like a Smurf had spoofed in my hair. It had to go. <laughs> I, I had a joint 80th to go to, all right? Oh. I had to sharpen up a bit, so I went with the criminal look. You know what my favourite... And it has not served me well. You know what my favourite thing is? I always have this thing about the podcast, whenever I name it, I give it a random name. For yeah, Smurf spoof is Smurf definitely going to be is locked in. That is it. <laughs> Ever since we had the episode with... Um, Oh, Benny Fleck and, and he was talking about his favourite song being up to Uptown Girl that's been my 
It's been my reason. That's the Guardian theme, yeah. Yeah, just put the most random words from the podcast you can in there. So in case anybody's wondering why that's why they've all got random names, that would be why. But Smurf Spoof is number one. That is that is in there, locked in. Thanks for that. <laughs> easy money. Oh, I love it when they come easy. That's the way. All right, so um, Jiggy, we'll roll back to you, big fella. So obviously we've been talking a fair bit about the um, mentality of the Bloods and how everybody's sort of taking the let's say, less constructive criticism. Um, I think you could sort of fairly say that came right back to that Mount Barker game, wouldn't you say? That sort of yeah, all seemed yeah, to kick def- off. Yeah, definitely. And now, this this might be a bit... I'm going to have to pinch your word for a second here, Snake. This might be a little bit contentious, but what do you think the difference might have been if we had have decided during that game to shoot the other way first? So obviously, if I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you a quick flashback to that game. Yeah. Um, really seriously windy game, probably five six goal breeze. Yeah, it was, an, which it was, was in, it was insane. That's the windiest game I've ever. Yeah, that was intense, in. wasn't it? I, I got windburn just standing there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And we um, we decided we'd kick against the breeze, uh, which tactically made sense, uh, yeah. and we wanted to match up against their players and sort of see how we've how we would sort of play out against them. Now, I've said this before, every man in his dog has an opinion on how you should run a footy club, how you should coach, all those sorts of things. But what do you think the difference might have been if we had got on that front foot first and put a couple I don't, in, in my opinion, I don't think a lot. We're, our midfield started off a bit slow. Um, in defence, we weren't really playing man-on-man like we were told. There was a few boys that were kind of going upfield a bit, wanting want the pill. And... Um, yeah, I think we just started off way too slow, and then once once quarter time happened, we got a, copped a bit of a spray, and then we're like, all right, we got to get back into this game because it is very winnable. Yeah, because to be fair, I think not taking anything away from Mount Barker, they played their ground really well. Yeah, they did. Um, and I think even Snake for your game, obviously the wind probably wasn't quite as much a factor. I know we're going back a couple of weeks, but no, she was she was there. Yeah, she was still there. Yeah, still she was there on the league. Yeah, because yeah. we stuck in that game from the from the league side probably once again up until about halfway through the third if I remember correctly we were right in that one Even I think we were even in within range in the third quarter at the end of the last change yeah oh, yeah it, it was a it was a kickable score yeah but I think it, I, I think it was still a bigger score than we had kicked up until that point that day as well yeah, you know, we would have had we would have had to be on song in that last quarter and mm-hmm. I don't think we went in with quite enough momentum for that yeah but um, just going back to the to the reserve side, so we, you know, we started off pretty, pretty flat. Um, but it, having said that, that, if you remember back to the actual first opening bounce, we kicked we kicked the first point in the wind. Do you know what I mean? So do you think that you, do you think that it would would have made a difference at all? Or do you think it just made, needed to be the gel, the team needed to gel a bit better? Mm, it's hard to say really, but I do think that the midfield did start off very slow, and yeah. they just. They crunched us hard in, in the clearances and they just kept on getting it into their 50. And yeah. um, even when we'd get it up to our 50, they'd just slingshot straight back. Yeah. And yeah. even the fact that they managed to kick a goal in the fourth against the wind, I think they kicked two against no, the they wind. No, they kicked two, yeah. They kicked two against the wind. Um, just stands to say what I was saying before, where they do play their ground very well. Yeah. Obviously, tactically, you have to set up pretty well to play in wins that hectic. Yeah. And they just did such an amazing job, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't know how anyone can start flat with Tags' 
bloody pre-game speeches. Yeah, I know. You know but what that, that sends, like, shivers down my spine. It gives me goosebumps me from outside. Mm. You know, I hear little snippets and I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean, know what I think is the difference, though, honestly? I, I know it's... Um, we've, we've, we've mentioned it slightly and I've had a chat with Tags about it a couple of times and that's the fact that he doesn't do it alongside with his music anymore. Now, honestly, like, if you... If you look up from a scientific point of view, music is a natural stimulant, uh, much okay. like you know you, you coffee and all those sorts of things. It is actually a, it is actually a stimulant. Do you know what I mean? So, and I think that makes him feel more at home. Whereas this game, the lead up to the game was quite interesting. I actually took a note of it because I we were intending to do a podcast um, that week, uh, but uh, you know it fell apart on my end. So apologies again for uh, missing a couple of a couple of episodes. But what happened that week was there was a lot of little chat going on between players. There was two or three players saying, right, so boys, what we're going to do in this area is this, and what we're going to do is that. And lots of little little couple of words sort of being said in private. You like like micromanagement no, micro to some degree? or Not necessarily. I think just sort of trying to get... Well, I guess, yeah, to a, to a degree, I guess you'd have to say yes because it was there were strategies, sort of tips and so on and so forth and all the things they wanted to do and how they wanted the ball to enter and how they wanted to go about it. Um, obviously, one of the things I did hear, which I was very happy about, was uh, Offie was going around and making sure that um, there was going to be lots of coverage for Bo to make sure he didn't find himself in any trouble because it was his first yeah. game against his opposition side um, where he used to play for those last couple of weeks. But for the first time, I... I don't think I'd really seen that before, but um, just a couple of little bits of... No, there was. Yeah, yeah a little, little bit. Little individual groups. Did, did you find yourself in any of those groups? Um, yeah, just the backline talking about what, what we're going to do and, and setting up and talking about making sure we get the match-up right, right from the beginning. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, other than that, it, the whole energy was a bit flat, I think. Like, it was yeah. real... It's, yeah. it's all good if that talk results in action yeah exactly because once all, we got it's out all good, it was, it's all good to say yeah let's get let's get the matchups right and let's set up this way but you've actually you've actually got to do it and I yeah think, like for us that's where we've started actually starting games well is yeah. we're getting together like midfield's getting together backline's getting together and we're having those conversations and you know we're talking about getting those matchups right and we're getting out there and we're and we're setting up in that way and you know, we're starting to actually like feed that feed that handball out and use the runners a lot more and get into that position where we can receive it rather than rather than just sort of, you know, once once it's gone past us just waiting for it mm-hmm. sort of happen down the line and, and setting up for the turnover. Mm-hmm. You know, playing a bit more attacking footy. But if you're gonna have that conversation, you've gotta follow through with yeah. it as well. Yeah. The big thing on that day was obviously the man on man style of footy that Tags wanted us to play right off the get-go like a lot of the defenders were yeah, f- trying to float up and, and set up a wall and their defenders were just not having any, sorry their forwards weren't having any of it and they were just staying the forward line and having to run but back but man to on it. man it takes one person, person yeah. out of 18 to not follow through yeah, exactly. and it all falls to it's pieces it's got to be everybody yeah and it's that it's always that two way running that gets us the forwards are happy to go forward and when, when we get it right that's when we get the wins like against Denmark yes yeah our better game where we were just all were man on man mm-hmm. and yeah playing that scrappy footy yeah that's right but I think you're right there Snake exactly and it takes one person to do it wrong and there was one instance that I point that um, 
I noticed and also that um, Maddie Bishop pointed out where there was three of our boys who were just sort of tailing probably 10, 20, 25 metres away from their boys and then one of our guys got it and stepped into a four-on-one because yeah. the, the, the back line pushed up from the Barker balls yeah. uh, and our boys, our boys didn't follow through. And once again, it just goes to show that how well they played their ground to know that instinctively we've got to push up because the ball pushes in really well with the wind. So we've got to cut it off early. So I've got to say, for, for, from the reserves' point of view, got to really credit their strategy. I think they, they did really well. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things we've talked about a lot is, is different strategies and playing sticking your structures. Um, it's been said before that strategy will cover for talent, but talent won't cover for strategy. So you can have the best list in the in the in the comp, but unless you've got strategy to back it up, mm. you know, and and it's like you, you know, you can have a team full of champion players, but if they're not going to play on side, it's just not going to add up to good yep. footy at the end of the day. Yeah, well, hard work beats talent every time as That's well. That's it. That's it. That's exactly right. We love our little sayings here, don't we, Sneaky? <laughs> so Kieran um, as I said it's going back a fair way but that Barker game was probably one of our you know with the exception of this North Albany game just gone by another one of a really exciting sort of run from us um, how did you find playing in those in that wind oh definitely ebbs and flows when we had it we, we were good and I think I thought that Barker game we were very competitive like up until Half time, I thought we were riding the game. I thought all the boys were. Everyone's up and about. It's probably the most most fun I've had playing for this footy club so far. That that first half, and then yeah, as as the story goes, as the last couple of weeks, things things kind of dropped off. But in saying that, there's there's been a lot of positives over the last last few weeks. Um, yeah, I think the boys are definitely starting to to come on leaps and bounds. Obviously, we're a very young team, very, or well, I'd say inexperienced team as well. Mm-hmm. But I think we're starting to develop that 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 core and that um that playing style that we wanna we wanna play. And um, I think it's it's definitely slowly starting to come. Obviously, going into this year, guys weren't expecting massive things. I think that was the the story from the start of the years. Guys weren't expecting to win every game. But it was kind of about building a foundation that we can build on and go into going to next year with. And I think we're definitely starting to go that like looking from the from the coaching staff in, in Jamie and, and Bishow, you know, guys, all us playing we have a lot of respect for them and we know we, we love to play for them and they're and they're in it for the long run, which is good. And then as a playing group, I think if we manage to get these these guys to to stick around and we come and pull a couple more plays in the next next couple of years. Um, I think, yeah, we could go kind of big things. I think we're only lacking a, honestly, we're only lacking four or so players, and then that that's just gonna make a world of difference. So I think the boys just keep chipping away at them, and then see what comes of it. Eh? I don't even think it's quite that many as well. I mean, Dylan, uh, Dylan Thomas is a new addition to the side for the last two weeks, uh, coming from. Mundajong Centrals. Ooh. Yeah, old Mundy. I used to work. Mundy. I used to work about a suburb away out in the sticks near Perth. Yeah. Um, and tough league up there. He's twenty years old. He's been playing centre half back for us. So I think he's undersized for a centre half back, but he's got the toughness and the grit um, to go it. Uh, but he's underdone. 
their their league got cancelled, uh, and, and then and then picked back up. And so he had, like he hasn't done a preseason. He hadn't played a game. He came down here for work, and we've been lucky enough to pick him up. And he's a bloody good bloke to to go along with it. I think he's one of those key position players that we've been missing. Um, Jesse that rocked up tonight didn't actually get his last name but hasn't played footy in about 10 years and looks like he just sprayed himself in WD-40 before he came down because he's <laughs> he's squeaky clean he's going to be handy once he gets once he gets a bit of game fit, uh, bit? Match, match fitness Stewie Jew-esque yeah booming left foot lovely um, we love our left footers around here don't we Snake well yeah, I, I am one. I woke up one this morning anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah, yeah. Me too. Well played. Well played. <laughs> took, me, took me a moment to register. Um, but, oh, but, but yeah, I, th- I, think we, I think we recruited really well off over the off-season, despite the turmoil the club was going through. Um, and Sorry, I, the mass exodus, you mean? Well, yeah, the mass the exodus, as, as, as the Albany advertiser. As the Witchley Grub did say. Um and look, I think if we could have Cam Jones every week as well, I, th- I think we'd only be one or two players away. Yeah. Um, one or two players and just another another pre-season, another couple more games together because this playing group has only had seven games together and there's only a, a small handful of guys in that playing group that have had any more than that. So uh, the chemistry is, is sure to come um, if the work rate continues. Yeah. Now, Kieran, I'm just going to take it back to something you said that was interesting just before that I want to have a look at. You mentioned during that Barker game that that was that first half was probably the most fun that you've had at this stage. Mm. Tell me more about that. Tell me what made it so much fun. Just the fact that everything was going right. Or oh, it's just nice to be in a game. You know, I've come into this year. I'd never had a a hundred point loss. And oh I've really? Had, I think I've had five five this year. So that was a bit of a eye opener for me, but. No, just to be in a game and everyone's there, everyone up and about, and everyone like thinking that we're we're a chance to win. You know, it's just yeah, it's just great to be out there when that's happening. And I think I think that's only going to come more and more the more games we play together. Okay. Well, you're you're a Katoni Wanderers, yeah. 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 So like long history of success in a in a very very good quality league, plenty of ex waffle. The odd ex AFL player rolling through there. No decent ones though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think at least one of them has a pretty decent Snapchat story, but um, <laughs> but um, you know, like, ve- yeah, very very big sidestep for for kids to be coming to the Sharks and sort of taking that slice of humble pie and being prepared to just put a bit of work in and. You know, accept that we're in a development stage, and um, you know, because I, I, I haven't been backwards about being forwards about it, but really happy to have you on board. I think you've been a really integral part of this group this year, and I think we're gonna go a long way together. So no, it's definitely been good. Besides from the the footy side, I think I think football a bit more than what than football like on the field, like off the field. I think we've been very good this year as well. I think. All the boys have been, especially the league boys, I don't know about the twos, but all the league boys have been getting together and, yeah, I think we're, everyone's gelling pretty well and everyone's friends. So, especially coming to a new town, it's been uh, very good for me just to meet a couple of the boys and, and yeah, no, it's been, it's been a pleasure to play so far. 
I mean, it's been that, a bit of a story for all of us. I think the state you're yeah. about to sort of say the same thing. Yeah, well, that actually brings up a pretty good point because North Albany wrote our club a letter during the week. And um, on the weekend, uh, after, after their home game against us, that was the most people they'd ever had... Uh, sorry, most people they'd ever had from an away club in their home rooms after a game. So, um, you know, Rallies, Royals um, have a bit of a tendency to go back and have their own drinks at their own respective clubhouse. Um, Jamie has put a real big onus on the boys to, you know, get your club shirt on, get your black pants on and get upstairs and have a beer and not only have a beer in their clubhouse but but mingle with the yeah. other clubs. Um, and I have noticed a good number of, of the bloods sticking around and it's usually the same blokes every, way, every week. It's usually like your squid jigs. It's usually like your Liam McCandlesses. Um, and I, I take a look every week at the other clubs who have blokes sticking around with us. Um, and I'd say we've got a better contingent of Resi's guys that stick around than most clubs. Um, so for you know us at our point in history, and you know what's been happening on the scoreboard, like results-wise, for us to be breaking records over at North Albany that have a hundred odd years of history, I think that's a big step forward in itself. And that's you what know? country footy's all about, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's getting back to that grassroots kind of kind of country footy, which I think is being Jamie's focus. You know, if he's slowly building what's happening on field, but he's also assisting us in building that culture. You know, showing showing a bit of confidence and a bit of pride in our craft, both on and off field. And I think both sides are really important. Yeah, I think that's um, that's a really good way to wrap it up. Actually, and I'm really surprised about that um, about that letter. It was really nice of them to do that for us. They are a club that obviously, you know, Snake, you'll know more about this than I will. Obviously, uh, that they have been pretty good to us over the years. They were the first. They, uh, don't they, were, they, they were. They were not the first. They, sorry. they weren't the first. They weren't the but, first, but they were the. They, they opened their doors to us. They opened their doors to us for a longer time than anybody else, and. They, they essentially allowed us to make their away rooms our home rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, albeit it, for me, coming a couple of years after the, the beginning of that, it did sort of feel like we were sleeping on their couch because when we were the home team, we still had the shittier rooms. Yep. But they gave us a home where nobody else would and when we had nowhere else to go. Um, and... Although they've taken some players that I wish they hadn't, Taj Williams, I'm talking to you. <laughs> um, you know, they have been good to us, and not just, not just to our face, but you know, behind the scenes. To be fair, Taj Williams was invited twice to come on the podcast when he was a Sharks player and bailed on me two times, so I don't care. Yeah, that's Taj for you. That's Taj for you. All right, bit of salt. Ah, Coming from Forsy. That's right. Like me spices. All right. Um, I think it's time to break it up again a bit, fellas. Um, what do you reckon, Snake? We ready for the contested ball? 
Uh, yeah, if kids is done checking his fantasy side. Yeah, go for it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me a contested one. Alright, Snake, take us away, mate. You take the, take the reins. Alrighty, so, uh, gentlemen, you got a little bit of an explanation before we got started, but uh, we've got three um, multiple-choice questions for you. Yep. Uh, they are all subjective in answer, as in they have been answered by me. Um, so I would encourage you to think like the snake after the question is asked and you may buzz in as early as you like but I would recommend listening to all four possibilities before you buzz in um, with your nickname so before we get started we will test your buzzers now I I have tried over the course of this year yeah, no, to just, give to give you a nickname Kizza if you fail with that mate I think I think we'd be stick with Kizza aren't we I think we are, yeah. yeah. I think. Oh, they, no, we definitely need I to really, dive into I, this I, before we... I, I really liked the silk word. Yeah, nah, she never worked. Yeah, silk, think, silk yeah, for yeah, sure. Silky smooth. I, I'm surprised you persisted with it for this long, actually. All right, I've got another one for you. And I reckon this is going to stick like... Uh, like Shit to a blanket. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> right? I'm going to start calling him the Zohan. The Zohan? Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler's the Zohan. Yeah. yeah because oh. he's silky smooth. <laughs> <laughs> that might work. The Zohan. So that's yeah, it. Okay. Don't mess with the Zohan. So that's, that's a play on the play on. Okay, yeah, I like. Yeah. Um, so we'll, no, I think for we'll the purpose like of this, we, I'm happy to stick with Kizza. Yeah, or okay. the Zohan. Or, or Kiz. Like. Kiz. We'll go Kiz. Kiz. One syllable. I like Easy. it. And uh, down the road there, now there's be, there'd be a couple of possibilities here. Uh, if Mitch Jackson was listening, he'd probably be insisting that you go with Joogie Bait. Joogie Bait. Um, <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Yeah. Haven't heard that one? No, I haven't heard that one, but I, I, I helped with a couple of other ones. We had Nemo. Yeah. Um, shark Bait. Shark Bait. Ubaha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have? We've had Squid Jig, obviously, and now we've shortened that to Jiggy. Jiggy, yeah. We had a couple of others, I think, as well. Throughout. Oh, Loose Boots. Yeah, that's boots. going. That's OG. Yeah, that is very OG. Loose boots. Loose boots, because every photo of him was him tying his boots yeah. back up. <laughs> <laughs> Remember having yeah, a yeah, shot yeah. on goal and uh, kicked it and boot come flying off. So yeah, yeah. yeah loose that's boots. when the nickname first started. Mm-hmm. Righto. So what are you going with? Jiggy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, Snake, do you want to do you want to go the really official? We've got the buzzers lined up this time for the yes or no. Yeah, okay. So the end yeah. of every answer just gives a thumbs up or down. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll work on that one. It'll probably be a, a few teething problems tonight. <laughs> okay, so this evening's questions are not really, not all AFL related. Um, Forcey sent me a few, uh, a couple of weeks ago when we intended to do our last episode and didn't quite happen for us. So this one was the only one that is not currently outdated. I know what one this is too. Clive Palmer. A. Is a Liberal Party truffle pig. B. Is a bona fide flog. Had to paraphrase there because wasn't quite... It's alright. Wasn't quite the rating that would make the show. C. Has only been mistreated because he ran smear campaigns against the Labor government. D. Deserves $30 billion for the disruptions to his business. Um, Jiggy, I'll go with B. Oh. Really? 
don't know how you think, Snake. I don't know what's going on in your head. You voted Liberal, didn't you? Yeah. Right. I'm going to throw it open to you, Kizza. Uh, I'm this guy. You might be a strange man, so I'll probably just go D for you. That's the same answer that Jiggy gave me. No, I said B. I said B. You said B. I heard D. No, I said B. Oh, still. The correct answer was, is a Liberal Party truffle pig. (laughs) 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 Alright, okay. This one is relevant from the weekend. You've got to respect that man's grind though. He's pushing that, hasn't he? Oh, he's hustle. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Disregard. Truffle pig. (laughs) Alright, Talon DeLacy. A. Is arrogant. B. Is deservingly confident. C has the best set of mitts in the GSFL. Or D is a flog. Kiz. Kizza. B. The kid can play. You respect that. I will go with C. There we go. Correct. That's yes, fine. Well done. B. Oh, I was, I was close. Mm. I was close. Oh, he's got a set of mitts up. Um, but yeah, from the from the two games that I've played against him this year and watching him develop over the last few years, um, look, he, he'll be off to Claremont next year. But he currently has the best grab in the GSFL. Mm. Um, he just plucks them out of nowhere. He has no right to bring some of those down. So, Jiggy, you go up one zero. Final question. Is there a prize into this? What's the? Uh, there's a there's a semi final series to come, which oh, will, right. which will probably come during GSFL finals when most of us senior guys have a bit more spare time. Yep. Um, Alistair Clarkson, and he's been a bit of a recurring theme bit of a for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go down as greatest coach of the modern game. Sorry, that was A. B has had his legacy soured in recent years by poor list management. C, was carried by Chris Fagan. Or D, is an overrated flog. Jiggy kiss. I'm going to have to jiggy. go Jiggy. Yeah. I'll go with A. Is B the being tarnished? Yes, B is has had his legacy soured in recent years by poor list management. Correct answer was C was carried by Chris Fagan. I am a massive Chris Fagan fan. I would not have picked that. I should have remembered that. And you got to look at what what has happened at Brisbane oh, since yeah. Fagan went there. Yeah. And what's happened at Hawthorne in recent years? Yeah, how long has it been since Hawthorne since since Chris Fagan left, and say you know Sam Mitchell left, and you know that core playing group, and Alistair Clarkson with the list that he's been given. So you know poor list management probably could have been the correct answer, but unfortunately now. Well, was Fagan back there when they won that first one with with Stuart Year? Was that two thousand eight? You're, you're stretching my knowledge that, that, of the list there. That, that great draft list with like Hodge Lewis. I'd have to do a bit of research and get back to you on yeah, that one. Right. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you just con- 
contending that answer? Are you? He's going upstairs. For I yeah. All right. Um, I might have to do a bit of research. Yeah, get back one. to me on that one, mate. Uh, yeah, but there, there, may, there may need to be a tiebreaker later in the episode. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, but as as it stands, Jiggy wins one nothing. Yeah, right. But I'll do a little bit of googling as we go on with our chat. And, All right. And so before the episode wraps up, I'll let you know. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Well, you better get stuck in it, mate. So we'll, we'll let Slate sneak off and do that. So, uh, all right. So that's, you know, luckily I don't do this uh, run sheet very officially. Otherwise, I'd have to find time to fill, but that's okay. <laughs> now, um, Jiggy, let's start with, let's just roll over to you for a quick second, mate. So we've talked a lot, you and I personally, about what you want to do as far as moving forward is concerned. Um, I know that uh, you do it at some stage in your career. You have your eyes set on the league side. Currently, where are you sitting with that? Obviously, this year was a bit of a funny year with COVID, new coaches, just everything sort of just yeah. just a bit, bit hectic. From a from a personal view, as you know, it's not not trying to get too into your personal life, but what what do you think? Um, what do you think your goals is as far as trying to get back stuck into that league side? Um, no, I definitely want to try and get stuck back into it. I had the uh, misfortune of copping an injury before the season started. Went for a layup and uh, landed a bit funny playing basketball. Ended up in a moon boot, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I'm fond of those. Yeah, <laughs> I've been in, in that same injury position before, um, so it didn't take me long to get back onto it and recover. Um, but yeah, my my whole thing is just, at the moment, I just want to try and enjoy my footy. Yeah. And um, probably next year when I get a good pre-season under me and and um, get stuck into that and I'll probably look to try and push into league, yeah. A, a little birdie told me that that moon boot was not doctor prescribed, that you already had it in reserve at No, home. I actually have a bigger one, but they gave me a shorter one for, yeah. the, for the ankle, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, wrong information. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. No, uh, I definitely did have <laughs> an existing moon boot, but that one's massive went up to ah uh, yep so that was closer yeah. to my knee yeah, this I, one was a little bit shorter yeah I had one of those from um, yeah from a without in from a foot break uh, yeah the other one was yeah ankle break okay fair enough now um, I know Kez is over there licking his chops having a look at what's going on over there but we'll distract him for a minute so tell me Kez from from what you do personally obviously you you very fit very capable league player what does it take on a weekly basis to maintain that level of um, consistency to be able to go out there and play league, footy at a league level. What does it take? Oh, I think you might basis? be you might be over over talking a bit there, mate. No, nah, we're, we're gonna chuck you in there anyway. What do you what do you do to, to make sure that you stay oh, fit? No, nothing special, mate. It's just the two trains awakening in the game. Yeah, no, that, that's about all it is. Don't get too, <laughs> too sophisticated or anything no. like that. Any specific diets or anything like that? Anything you try to stay away from? No, mate, I'll eat anything. I'll, eat, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll go to Dirty Bird. I'll, I'll, I'll have it all during the week, eh? It's all, I'm going to be young again. Oh, that's you, right. you, you've got to treat yourself, mate. That's all, it's all about having a bit of fun. So. Back on that yeah. question, I think I think the main thing that I struggle with is just the confidence side of things. Like, I'll be a bit too harsh on myself, I think, and once I can get that under control and, and play some consistent footy, then I think it will happen. Mm. Big time, Jiggy. And, you know, I've, I've been in your ear about that for years. You know, like there's there's keeping yourself accountable yep. and then there's taking it a little bit too far and you've always been one to take a little bit too far and I, I do the same as well, but um, 
you know, like I, I sort of take every every training, every game as a clean slate and an opportunity to just do better. And I think you sort of roll them over from one to the next and let that confidence no, get better of you. But um, I think once you sort of learn to adjust that mentality, and I, I said it to you earlier in the year, like you you play your best footy in the back line and you got that little bit of little bit of positive reinforcement and you had a few good weeks of some really good footy playing out of that back line and you were starting to take some grabs overhead and really affect some contests. Um, probably haven't been in your ear more recently, but I think you've gotten the better of yourself and you need to get out of your head and just get back into the game, yeah? Yeah. Do what comes naturally and let it come naturally rather than overthinking it. I had to have a chat to a couple of guys like Jay Augustin about that tonight. Um, you know, it's quite and it's quite easy to just get trapped in that sort of cycle of self-deprecation um, when you've got all these expectations on yourself to do certain things. But like he said, at the end of the day, you got to go there and enjoy it. You've got to find a bit of fun in there, regardless of what's happening on the scoreboard, regardless of how many touches you're getting. I got a little bit toey a few weeks ago and I was a bit of a sook about it. And then, you know, I only played a quarter that day and that's, that hasn't happened many times in my league playing career at the Sharks. But I got, I got told by the coach to just sort of man up and accept your role and... You know, this week just gone. Like I got plenty of game time. I got plenty of touches. Yeah, I, had, you did. I had I had a pretty good pretty good day I at think the you office. Did. Yeah, you had a really good game. Um, but it took me actually like brushing that aside and saying, "All right, that's last week. <coughs> this week's and this week's a new opportunity um, to go out there and you know make my grandma proud and you know do the riding by the boys and you just got to get up and keep going, man." Yeah. I'm glad you uh, managed to finish your research there and uh, pop in and <laughs> jump at the end of that question because you were the uh, into- the person I had lined up to ask that question to because you know it's like they say nobody knows drugs better than that, than an addict and that would be the fact that you are yourself snake you're someone who's very personal on yourself you're very you're very hard on yourself at times I think if you uh, if you just go up to sit I reckon if you sat up at the top of the stadium and just sort of waited there for a little while you'd hear a, a, a a little bit of French every now and again come from yourself because you are hard on yourself as, as a player at times. Yeah, man. That, I, I, I give good advice. I'm terrible at taking good mm. advice, especially my own advice. Yeah. But um, I'm, always, I'm always learning, I'm always adjusting, and it might take me a little bit longer to sort of come to terms with it. I need a bit of time to just sort of decompress and process. Um but, you know, at, at 30 years old, I, I feel like I'm still learning the game of football. You know, yeah. I'm still learning how I can affect the game of football because it's always changing. And this is something that I brought up a long time ago. I can't remember the last time I mentioned this, but it was something I mentioned a little while ago in the podcast, and that is the fact that at the end of the day, when all is said and done, we're just country boys playing footy. And yeah. sometimes we forget that, like especially when we're looking at someone else in another jersey or someone who's left to another club, etc. We're all just country fellas playing a game of footy, right? Um, but it is so easy to be hard on ourselves for you know not not meeting our personal expectations for not for not you know affecting contests or for 
going back and looking at a, at a, at a contest or, or a particular game and thinking, I should have done this, I should have done that, if I'd have been more fit, if I had have been looking after myself better, etc. All these many, 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 many things. Um, but for the, the two of you especially, you know, um, Snake, you know, you know for yourself, you're, um, you know, we've, we've, we've talked about the fact that you, you know, you've had to start your own personal journey on uh, self-recovery. Uh, not just physically but mentally, with, you know, it's a, it's a difficult thing to start, uh, but it is a very hard thing to admit out loud as well, and it's something you've had to do this year, um, as well as, let's face it, you know, you've got a young son, you've got a partner, you've got a wife, you've got, a, you've started an apprenticeship two years ago, I think, from memory, I think you're in your second year of your GP apprenticeship. Yeah, it's been a busy couple of years. You've got a you've got a fantastic looking trailer right now, if I don't mind saying so. That's no, a very nice looking still plenty of work left to be done on that. I don't know just... how you don't drive around town with your pinky up, mate. It's just so fancy. <laughs> I do. Oh, I bet you I do. I do. You've got the constant one one finger salute going that's on. That's it, that's it. But, um, you know, so you, you've got a lot going on in your personal life before you even think about getting down, staying fit, playing footy, maintaining a relationship with the mates. Gee, you'll probably find you're much the same. You know, you're you're obviously working really hard. You're trying to find a new job. You have, um, you know, we were talking about it before. You're like you're an esports champion. Yeah. Um, you know, you were a CS:GO. For anybody who doesn't know, Counter Strike. Prodigy. Prodigy, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, we, we've seen we've seen what you can do on the live streams and all that sort of stuff. You know, you are at a crossroads where you sort of you try and work out what your career is going to be going forward. Um, you know, there's there's so many things going on in personal lives. We can't all have it really easy and just be a farmer technician, whatever we call it, because I can't <laughs> agronomist. I think was the word. Yes, nailed it. Um, so you know, it's so so easy to be hard on yourself in your personal life as well as your footy life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, you know, all we can hope is that you build your own confidence your way. You find a way to do it. Snake hopefully does the same when he's finished working out what's going on with his sneaky little answer about uh, whether or not we're going to have a uh, tiebreaker question. But <laughs> but look, at the end of the day, we're all just trying to do the best we can and play the yeah. best footy we can. And so. that's, that's definitely something I'm trying to more think about and, and just trying to enjoy my footy. That's, that's been my main goal this year. Yeah. It has been a bit... Personally, it has been a bit of a... a a pill to swallow that you have to play in the back line all the time yeah. because of your skill level, etc., and, and that your skill set meets what tag sees in the back line, isn't it? Yeah, it's harder when, when I do have those good games. I know what I'm capable of, and it's and then when I have bad games, it's like you're so much better than that, and I get in my own head and a bit too harsh on myself. But yeah. That is what it is, mate. We're going yeah. to continue to, to build and grow as a club overall and build and grow as individual players as well. So. That's it. All right, now Snake looks like he's ready to go. He's licking his chops. So give us the, uh, give us the, you know, put us all at ease. What's the go? Are we going to have a tiebreaker question? All right, I've done my research. Uh, Chris Fagan came on as in, uh, sorry, in two thousand eight as Hawthorne's head of coaching and development. So he wasn't actually present. Wasn't a part for, of the super for, draft for the a... super draft. Yeah, so nah. Um, so I am going to actually have to accept Kiz's answer of A will go down as greatest coach of the modern game because that was that was that my was... answer. I said A. I said A. 
No, seriously, I said I. I said greatest coach of the modern era. You know what? I don't care. We're, we're going to have some fun. We're going to give Kieran a point for free just for shits and giggles. And we're going to have a tiebreaker. I can't wait to read this. Because I like the tiebreaker is not in multiple choice form. All right. It's actually. Hey, put that down. Right, so the, no, the tiebreaker is well there. Alright, that's alright. I just saw him pick up a piece of paper and I wasn't sure what was going on there. Alright, so just for fun and because we don't have live playback or somebody who could go back and double check who said what, right. we're going to have a tiebreaker just for fun. So, the uh, the rules is still the same. Buzz in with your nickname. Yeah, I think I did say B. Now look at that. Just ignore that because I really want to go to this tiebreaker. We're doing the tiebreaker. Just let it happen. Simply because I know that the man that runs this thing is an Adelaide fan. So my question pertains to Port Adelaide, who, much to much to Forsey's disgust, are sitting on top of the ladder at the moment. Couldn't care less. On the weekend, they won. Uh, one man kicked an absolute pearler of a sealer off some brilliant ruck work from Scott Lysett. Who was that Jiggy. man? Jiggy. Was Isaac Butters? Jeez, you're quick there, mate. Yeah, Jiggy's quick off the, quick <laughs> off the blocks. <laughs> you got to right. that ruck work from Lysett, though. Yeah, it was bloody brilliant. Yeah, it was a great tap, wasn't who, it? Who she had it Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you know what? I'm really happy we went to a tiebreaker, even though it was a poor lady question. Just purely because that Isaac means... Isaac Butters, though? What's his oh, name? Oh, he's going to pull him up on nah. a technicality. Oh, <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not, not allowing it. I'll it's, accept it. Yeah, Zach Butters. Say he's already won 2 nil anyway. All right, so the reason I'm so excited about that is that means Jiggy now qualifies for the final series yeah. at the end of the year. So congratulations, Jiggy. We'll see you back you later on the couch later this year. Happy days. All right, I'm really happy with that. Um... Yeah, tell me, Snake, I don't think we've got anything else to cover except for the Fast Five. What do you reckon? Well, we haven't really done a forecast. But, we haven't really done a forecast. Um, that is I, a good I will point. quickly gloss over that. So no, we're, this, we, we need this to weekend. This we, we, you know, we haven't fed these poor people for two weeks. They've had two weeks of no feeding frenzy forecast. They must be hungry. So they must be starving. <laughs> so, let's go through it properly. Let's do it correctly. So, fellas, how it works, because kids, you won't know, because you're a naughty boy and you don't listen to the podcast. Oh, I'll be sure to jump in. Good man, good man. man. So, how this works is we do a, um, we want to see a gutsy call for what you think might happen on the weekend this week. All right, so it can be in league footy, it can be individuals, it can be as a side, whatever you like. Uh, so, what is your, we want to know what's a gutsy call of what do you think might happen. So far this year, I'm the only person with one gutsy call to come through. So, I'm happy with that. Um, so Snake, do you want to take us through first? If you, you've obviously got one sacked up there, so we've got a big game this weekend, home game. The what are we calling it this year? This this week we're calling it the home grade home, home game home, home game hoedown hoedown. That's right. So tell um, us. So uh, I've got a couple of gutsy calls I'd like to make. Just the one. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to have to apologise to Tubby Parker. Um, he was op- op- option number two. Love love you, Brado. Um, Long-time listener, first-time caller, <laughs> or well, no-time caller really. We should get him. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't speak to me. He just speaks to me through through Jake Lothian. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna get real gutsy here, and I'm probably gonna cough a bit of flack for this on the weekend. But last time we uh, last time we played Royals, um, 
big Stephen Beale kicked four goals before I absolutely laid him out and left him in the fetal position. <laughs> um, and I'm expecting that's going to happen again. Not the four goals. <laughs> Not the four goals. <laughs> the big hit. The big I'm, hit. I'm going to light up the big six foot four monster. That's it. There we go. Go on a shirt front, sharpening up those elbows, whatever it takes. Absolutely. Good man. Rain, hail or shine. You're going to be on the ground, big fella. I like it. All right. Over to you, Kez. What do you reckon? Um, I'm going to back in. I'll whack at it. To get three. Wacker to kick three? Get bigger behind the old boy. That's a good one. I like Big that. Daddy Wacker. Mm. Mac Daddy. That's All true. right. I think so. I think you're right. That's a good one. Okay. Over to you, Jiggy. What do you reckon for us, mate? Mine's going to be uh, Jordan Tindale to get best on four reserves. First Ooh. game back since uh, getting a little niggle with his hamstring. So. Do you reckon he can shake that rust oh, off? I reckon... No rust at all, mate. Look, he's I reckon if, and smash it. if his hamstrings are good enough to jump the gate, I reckon he's good enough to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, he needs that best on because he can't afford to get in. No, yeah. that's right. It's, it's hard work. <laughs> he can't afford a beer afterwards either. Um, okay. My turn. I haven't actually thought about this, so I'm not prepared. But I'm going to back. Who am I going to back this time? I've got I've got a sneaky one to chuck out there just quietly. I'm gonna back Wacker for the best dance moves upstairs when uh, Big Bad DJ Force starts cranking upstairs. I reckon he's got the best moves in the entire league and reserve squad overall. I've just I've just been told and I've just been told from credible sources. So I'm gonna back Wacker for yeah, the best well, dance moves. Just just give us something that you can shuffle to and you'll he'll do the rest. Oh, I like that. That's <laughs> easy. All right, so that's the first one I'm gonna back. Um, second one I'm thinking this week I've got to look to the Bloods got to look to my family um, I'm going to back Roscoe to get up on some shoulders this week I've just got a feeling he's I, d- I don't know what it is I've just got a feeling at the moment that he's just he's putting it all together I'm going to back Roscoe to take a big mark and double points if it's on his show, off, off someone's shoulders that's, that's my call this week mate he can't even elevate past people's <laughs> ankles <laughs> their own shoulders you just wait there's something about the big Brock Lesnar I reckon you'll get up there mate I'm, I'm excited I'm excited for him alright All right. I'll, I'll be waiting <laughs> patiently patiently you know what it might happen when you guys are getting changed for the next game oh uh, front row uh, seats and that back oh, no, that won't it. happen this week because all the games are all mixed up you guys are playing second last in the league squad, aren't you? You've got a bit of a twilight game going on. Yep, 16 to be played after us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, as you sort of alluded to there, but didn't speak explicitly about, <laughs> big DJ Force will be upstairs from, uh, is it 7? 7 7.30. 7.30. I'll be up there. You know, no, you're always up there. I'm always up there. You'll be, you'll be spinning the decks from 7.30, mm-hmm. um, putting on some tunes, hopefully lighting up that dance floor. Hope to see plenty of players and supporters up there. Um, you know, get, getting around the evening, it's it's an absolute luxury to have a Saturday game. Doesn't happen very often, mm-hmm. um, especially a home game. That's right. Yeah. Um, so a great opportunity to just let the hair down and really just get together and make a rip and out of it. That's it. Chicken burgers on too. Don't forget. Five dollars. Get around it. Yeah. Five, yeah. Five dollar chicken burgers. And just quietly. Because it's a Sharks home game. We won't run out. 
Cheeky remembers. That's yeah, a good moment. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember it was from yeah. last year, but anyway, that's was it, a lot. Was, was, that that was it the chicken palmies? I think it was the chicken it, palmies. It was palmy night, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, it was. palmy night. Yeah. yeah, and just very conveniently yeah, read out. Yeah, that's sacrilegious, isn't it? No palmies. Oh, shocking. But anyway, that's all right. There'll be plenty up there, we know, because our lady Shaz will be on the... I'll be on the decks, but she'll be on the grills, smashing those bad boys out. So um, there'll be plenty for everybody. <laughs> All right, so um, fellas, I think that's about time. So we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping this bad boy up. So, uh, Gee, over to you first, mate. Thank you very much for coming on. All right, uh, thanks for having me. Definitely good to have you back in there. And obviously, I think you were a late notice join as well, but you yep. snapped in there. Happy days. Locked you listen. You long time listener too. You. I, th- I don't think you've missed an episode, have you? No, I haven't. Good man, you listen to them all, um, and also just just on a personal note, you always give me a lot of feedback too, which is always really nice. So Snake and I obviously take this very personally. We do the best we can with this. It's always good to have people like yourself uh, giving lots of feedback. So cheers for being a listener. No cheers for hanging around. Love it. Um, and we'll be looking forward to coming having you back on for the uh, season finale when we do lock in the grand final for the uh, contested ball. <laughs> Happy days. All right, over to you, kids. Now. Um, it's probably not what you used to, is it, mate? You're not used to just one-on-one with a farmer just sussing out some, some grain <laughs> or, <laughs> or kicking snags or, or, or hand-feeding hand them to snake, I guess. But uh, what did you reckon so far, mate? No, it's been good, mate. Thanks thanks for me having me on. No, I appreciate you coming on, mate. Um, just a little bit disappointed you didn't do your homework. Just a little bit disappointed. Yeah, I'll be sure to watch the next couple of episodes today as they pop up. Yeah, good stuff, mate. Thanks for thanks for coming on, mate, and um, good luck for the weekend too. Cheers, mate. Uh, Snake, fantastic episode again, mate. We're winning it, kicking goals, loving life. What do you reckon? Yeah, mate. I'm I'm continuing that uh, that feeling from kicking goals on the weekend, and um, you know we're getting better as 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 time goes on, and I think. Um, I think we've always got improvements to make, and that's just that's just footy and podcasts and life in general. But yeah, that's it's, it. It's always good fun. That's it. That's it. All right, so fellas, um, so I'm to wrap up with the feeding frenzy uh, fast five. So it's very simple. Basically, I'm going to ask you five questions as quickly as you can. Give us the first answer that comes off the top of your head. There's one question I'm not going to ask Snake, but Snake, are you jumping in this week? Yeah, go on. All right, oh, I've got a double up question for you, but that's all right, you can answer it again anyway. All right, so Jiggy, I'm going to start with you, mate. Who is going to be the first person you call in a zombie apocalypse? Uh, one of my brother's mates, Tom Golling. That dude's got all the gear, he's got bows, he's got everything. That dude's ready, set, and good to go. So definitely Tom Golling. Nice, nice call. Kiz, over to you, mate. Yeah, zombie apocalypse. Yep. Jeez. At the club or? Anywhere. Anywhere you like. That'll be quick though. No, I'll just back myself in, mate. I'll go out of mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm rocking solo. I've never heard that before. Now, stay well, you can probably live off the land. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, first person I'd call, you didn't necessarily say first first person you'd look to for protection, so I'm going to call my wife. Well done. Brownie points again. You love your brownie points, don't you? I'm trying with this. Good stuff. I've got to earn them where I can. Yeah. All right, Jiggy, on the siren, 45 metres out, slight angle. Slight angle. Who are you calling to kick a goal on after the siren to win the game? Probably, probably Lawrence Woods. Yeah. Yep. Lawrence, he's a bloody good kick. Fossil. Yep. Fossil yep. for sure. Okay, he's fossil from forty-five. You reckon? Yeah. Big leg. Yeah, I reckon. No, he's no, he's got a good kick on him, man. Eh? All right, that's a pretty pretty good answer. Over to you, Case. What do you reckon? 
I was thinking Wacker, but I think that's a bit far out for the old boy, so... <laughs> you don't get back yourself again. Just on, just on range for him, like you'd want to be shepherding it through. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll probably back in. I'll go J-Lo. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, he's got hops, he would be right. I reckon he's got a hook foot from that range. I'm, I'm backing Kyle Ryder in. Oh! oh mm. yep. yep, all right, I'll back that. Clutch. Very nice. All right, two questions down, three to come. Uh, time for my favourite question. Jiggy, who is your celebrity doppelganger? Well, I've uh, I've got a mate of mine, Ryder Smith. He's uh, into his uh, BMX, not BMX, MX riding and stuff, and uh, he reckons Luke Ackerman. So. Oh, yeah, the MX rider, Luke yeah. Ackerman. Yeah, right. well, when he's a bit younger, I guess. You've, you've actually brought up the image there, so do you yeah. want to share that around to the other boys so they can get a quick look? It's got their hair there. Yeah, it's a bit there. Yeah, a bit there. Yeah, I'm not saying it. Not saying oh, it? That's because he's got one for me. He's I do conveniently have one lined up for oh, you. Oh, no. Let's no. hear it. Um, you're not going to like it. I'm sorry. Uh, any fans of ventriloquists out there will know who I'm talking about. We're talking about Jeff Dunham's puppet, Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that so is. So, we'll see. You've got to show me afterwards. We'll show you. We'll, I think we'll put both images up this week. What do you reckon, Snake? Yeah, I think so. We'll We're put both have images to. up, so we'll, we'll let the fans decide. Um, we'll we'll let, let them both vote as to just have <laughs> to look at there. There you go. Got the image for you. She's a stitch me up here. How? Uh, just because, mate. Just because we love you. All right, over to you, Big Kiss. What do you reckon, mate? Yeah, well, I haven't thought about this one at all, so... I well, you wouldn't have. You haven't done any research. Yeah, yeah true. Sorry. I've actually got a twin brother and we actually look nothing alike either, so... Oh, <laughs> we're, we're chalk and cheese as well. Um, look, this one's, this one's been pulled out before, but... Um, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Oh, I'm not seeing the wow factor. Wow. 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 No, it might have to be a bit of, bit of homework for me, that one. I've, I've, oh, I've got one in mind, but I can't think of his name for the life of me, so um, stand by... You're going to have to find out on the Facebook page because I know, I know I've got this one locked away. I just cannot for the life of me think of his name. Yeah. I'll, I'll trust your judgment. You've, been, you've been pretty on point in the past. I have been pretty good. You know, this, this, I do take this very seriously. You could say this podcast is... My precious. All <laughs> 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 right. All right. All right. That's enough of that. All right. So... Um, Jiggy, question for you, um, and sorry Snake, this is another double up for you because I've asked this one before, but that's okay. Who do you model your game style after? <clears throat> that's a tricky one. It is. It's a good one. Um, I've been told I play like Shannon Hearn sometimes when I'm when I'm actually playing good. So um, I do watch a fair bit of the Eagles, even though I'm a Dockers fan. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'd probably go him. Or I'm trying to trying to do a little bit of research on Luke Ryan because he's having a bloody good year. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of him, trying to do some things that he does and yeah, I'd say one of, one of those two. All right, that sounds a good one. Over to you, Kes. What do you reckon? Mate, I'm just worried about getting a touch, eh? <laughs> 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 oh, I just think of a forward who's, who's pretty slow, can take a half-decent mark and he's got a pretty average kick. It's a tricky one. What are you, you, you've got one locked away this snake, surely. For me, or, no, for, for, him. or for slow forwards that can take a half decent mark. Oh, Brendan Favola. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. actually, Big Fev, yeah. I reckon that's pretty fair. Now, I know you've answered this question before, Snake. I think we said Glenn Archer. Was that right? Yeah, that answer never changes. Never that, changes. That's, that's been the man who's been... Well, he was my idol as a kid. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm talentless, so i just got to do the hard stuff to get, it, get the odd touch. 
Yeah, fair enough. No, that's all right, mate. Um, all right, so Jiggy, over to you for the final question, mate. Death row. What is your last meal? Probably mum's lasagna. Loves loves it. Oh, so good. Good man going for the brownie points as yeah. well. You've you've done well. Mm. You've you've thought like the snake. We always like it when you do that. Over to you, Kes. What do you reckon, mate? Oh, mate, the things that run through my head right now, jeez. Just um, reel, reel off a couple if you want. Just smash it. Oh, we've got, we've got KFC. We'll chuck that in there. Yep. Um, Palmy. Yep. Oh, some buffalo wings. Oh, some, chicken. some ribs. Bit yep. of a mixed bag. Yeah, can't yeah, go past. Can't go past like a carbonara or something like that. Yeah, right. I, I probably eat all that. So we just chuckle out together on the plate, mate. We'll have a crack of that. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the kids special. <laughs> I'm sure if you went to America somewhere, you find that kind of meal yeah. just like ready to go, just like yeah, you know, biscuits and grits and the whole the whole nine yards for yep. fried chicken, all that sort of stuff. I'm sure you'd find it somewhere. Yeah, that'd be good. You got a better memory than me. What was my previous answer? Because oh, I think this is the third time I've been asked this question. You, you sadly told me one time you, you, you followed the curve and just went with um, yeah, bowl. Yeah. Then there was chicken liver parfait. Damn it, that was going to be my answer tonight. Right. How good is my memory, just just yeah. quietly? Um, oh, I love offal. Yeah, I really love offal, like. Chicken liver parfait. Um, I had calf liver once, and that was brilliant. Um, I really want to try cobra and, like, every part of the snake. Not me, obviously. <laughs> but I want to go... I want to Thanks go, for clarifying uh, that, because we were really confused. I watched a video the other day of a guy that went to Thailand and, like, went went to a, a, the restaurant that served steak, and he said give me the cobra and they serve like the blood the bile the bone like the organs the whole shebang and that is the sort of shit that I want to eat coming one with the snake would you take your would you take your chance on your last meal though that's the question yep okay if it considering like I haven't I haven't eaten it today and I wouldn't want to die without trying it okay that's a yeah, that's fair um, I'm going to give you my answer for once, just for, just for fun, and mine's very boring, but I am a big fan of sweet and sour pork, that would just be any day of the Can't week, go wrong with that. Oh, give me sweet and sour pork, I'm going to add that to your mixed bag, or? yeah, mine's uh, a chuck every bit of Chinese and Japanese as well, are we allowed to ask where you get your Chinese from in town, or oh, absolutely, absolutely, I always get mine from the WA Chinese Cafe, really, yeah, boy, yeah, I I'm just down the road. No, I, know, hey. I know. I'm three plenties. No, I'm saying three plenties. I've been to three plenties. Well. I've been to three I don't appreciate a few of their dishes. So their sweet and sour pork is is pretty good. Okay. But um, I'm not a fan of their honey chicken. Is pretty lazy. Okay. It's all fillet. It's all fillet and batter. There's no chicken. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Whereas WA Chinese Cafe, they... It's not, that's not high on my list of things to order, Maybe. so... Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, no. I'm, like, I'm like a Szechuan beef kind of guy. Yeah, look, I don't mind like this. spicy. Yeah, fair <laughs> cool, fair cool. No, look, as far as, as far as the best in town, um, WA Chinese Cafe, it's got a slight hint of cinnamon too, just oh, quietly. I, I know that you usually sort of get us to this point, but I think it's about time we wrap it up. And there's only one, <laughs> There's only one way that we wrap it up, boys, and what's that? Up the sharks! Up the sharks! Up the sharks! Yeah!